Speaking of Port Adelaide... That uh, was a segue, mate. Yes, it was a great segue. <laughs> uh, huge uh, year ahead of them this year. I mean, they've... I don't know what you'd call them, and they've been so close so many times. Dipped a bit last year, uh, mm. but after the first five rounds where they didn't win, uh, they had a solid back half of the year. Yep. And to talk and to preview their season uh, is assistant coach and former demon Nathan Bassett. G'day, Nathan. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, mate. The former yeah. demon part. Well, well, the former demon part. You, I mean, you're also uh, only 210 games with the Crows, including an All-Australian, so you did some of your best work there as well. But um, now you've got your season launch tonight. Um, what are our expectations going into season 2023, mate? Yeah, we have high expectations on, on where our list is at. We had a couple of really strong seasons in 2020 and 2021 and, and had a little bit of um, a challenge, you know, probably managing the loss in the prelim in 2021. It was a you know, pretty tough loss to take, uh, losing at home by, by the margin we did. Um, and, and certainly we didn't start the season brilliantly last year and was a real struggle early in the year. But, you know, the, the pre-season so far has been uh, particularly strong. I think we're getting some great development from some younger people on our list and, and some people that are now ready to play really good AFL football and, and hopefully we can put that on the park pretty soon. Nathan, this was here. Um, I just wanted to make mention, two of my favourite players, I'm a North man, but two of my favourite players, um, one of them still going, Travis Boak, just the way he prepares. And uh, But how are you going to cope without my probably one of my all-time favourites, Robbie Gray? Yeah, well, Travis is uh, a great preparer and uh, you know, but he's 35 this year. I think he'll still go for a bit longer yet. You know, he's probably going to play more time forward this year with you know, Butters and Rosie and, and a bit of Horn Francis. You know, spending more time uh, through the midfield. You know, I think Robbie. You know, Robbie's been an outstanding player for Port over a long period of time, and, and he had a good preseason last year. Was injured in round one, and you know, probably struggled to have too much of an influence on games after that so you know I'm probably not going to miss Robbie's performance as much this year more who he was around the footy club um, but uh, yeah I think we've got some terrific depth coming through so uh, you know we still think our list is in good shape and and being a North man I was allowed this question about Jason Horn Francis obviously we're going to ask you about him but I was very supportive on on him as an 18 year old being able to sort of being able to move and, and the pressure put on on him and on a lot of kids these days, especially through the AFL and the media, is is ridiculous. Uh, how's he fitted in? How's he feeling? And uh, your expectations there? Yeah, he's he's been he's been really solid uh, within our within our team. So uh, you know, he certainly comes to life when he's when he's playing and on the track, and uh, he's he's had some really good explosive moments. Uh, there's still a fair bit for him to learn. He is. You know, 20 years of age this year, and and we do have you know, some good talent uh, around him, mm-hmm. um, but also probably in, just in front of him at the moment. Um, but you know, he'll I imagine he'll be playing uh, round one and um, and certainly be ready to go. How how, you, how is the sort of club managing him as far as media wise? Because as I said, I mean everybody's asking about him. Um, has he got someone there that's sort of Chaperoning, I suppose, to a degree. No, he doesn't need a chaperone. He's a he's an adult. I mean, we support him uh, where we can. I mean, and then you know, you, like any good media team, they manage his his media commitments so that 
he, he's not there all the time. I mean, the, the number one draft pick carries some baggage that, that the other picks uh, don't carry. And, uh, you know, I think when when you head home after one year, it um, highlights it that little bit more. But, you know, we've seen him play some very good football, both in the SNFL in, in 2021 and at the start of the season last year. So, you know, we're very confident we've got a good player. Yeah, Nath, my uh, question for you is around... Um young Butters, or I love the way he goes about it, but <clears throat> the concern I have for Butters is uh, he hits up pretty hard. How do you keep a guy like that on the park and get 22 <laughs> games out of him? Yeah, that's not sure. <laughs> uh, he's not playing this week because he's got a bit of a sore shoulder from Lockie Jones uh, picking him off at training. So, yeah. uh, he's, look, he's going, he, he, he's, he's going very well. Uh, I think part of it is the balance of his, his game time and where we play him. Because uh, he will want to put himself around the ball as much as he can, and and you know when he's in there, he's going to win it and do great things with it. So well, I think he uh, he's got know, the body of Jones. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't want to run into Lockie, so uh, <laughs> yeah, Lockie hits at a you know he's, he hits particularly hard. So to be fair, you know Zach probably hit, tries to hit people as hard as Lockie does all the time, and yeah. he hasn't quite got the weight behind him, so he doesn't yeah. hurt people. But yeah. Uh, Zach's a, a wonderful player and you know, awesome. I, I think mm. while he's been very, very good at AFL level so far, people probably don't know how good he is just yet. Mm. And Joel Garner was one that was from uh, out of Hillsville, which is our local area. Um, I think he played a couple of games but didn't quite make it. Uh, where did you see him falling short? Joel was a, a, like a, a terrific person and read the game well. Um, probably lacked a little bit of leg speed or height. You know, mm. needed to be probably a bit taller or, or a bit quicker to to make it a halfback. He was a pretty handy lawn bowler too, filled in for my bowls team once or twice. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure he's going well. Um, wherever he is right now, he's a, he's a wonderful fellow and really popular teammate. Yeah, awesome. Um, the external noise that we get, especially in Melbourne, is, is around a lot around Ken Hinckley as yes, well. Yes. How, um, I mean, obviously on, internally, the list that you've built over the last three or four years is, we, we're talking off air before, is, is a really, really strong list. So, Internally, there mustn't be an issue. Oh, I, I think our focus is always to what's best for Port Adelaide and, and how we build our footy club to be the strongest it can be. And I think the list management team and, the, and Ken have made some terrific decisions to, to rebuild our list and, and to bring younger people in uh, to give them the exposure at AFL level. And, you know, our list is, is in great shape. I mean, Port's history is... Uh, within the SNFL has, has got a high level of success. They basically won every second premiership from 1950. So, you know, the expectations of, of supporters is high and, and always has been high. So, you know, the, the I guess it's a bit like Chris Scott at Geelong, you know, winning the flag um, after, since 2011. You know, there was certainly pressure on him going into to last year and Geelong did a great job and, and, and won the flag and, and you know, We've sat somewhere similar in terms of expectations uh, from our supporters, and you know I think we're, we're in a great shape. And, and what the club's been able to do is to stay together and understand what the bigger picture is and work towards that. Well, yeah, you've been at the power for a while. How's how's he looking uh, heading into this year? Is he is he more refreshed? Is he taking a different approach? Um, is there a freshness about it? Um, well, tell us uh, what is what is Ken uh, looking or feeling like right now. 
Oh, I think that he's been particularly positive. Certainly, you know, we've, we've had some, you know, coaching adjustments and um, brought in uh, Josh Carr from Fremantle. Uh, Matt Lobey uh, has come in to be head of development and certainly brought a, a freshness to to our, our coaching team and uh, the energy's been um, really positive and, you know, I think we're, as much as anything, last year was a, a bit of a, a breather in a way. We've been pretty close 2020, 2021 uh, without getting there and it can take the sort of a little bit and take some energy out of you but um, the playing group looks reinvigorated uh, the training has been consistently good and uh, I think we're ready to go this week uh, you'll play finals oh, definitely yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. all excited about the power um, and what about you Nathan uh, we're talking to Nathan Bassett assistant coach at the power at the minute um, and your coaching journey mate are you, are you uh, wanting to coach senior footy in the AFL yeah, I think that's always uh, the aim. I, you know, I've, I've coached at state league level uh, before, and you know, I think I'm a, a. My preference is always to be a senior coach. I, I think it's um, you know, sometimes it's some of the other things that come with being a senior coach that you don't particularly enjoy, whether it be the the attention on your your family or the the challenges of, of moving states with your kids. But uh, like, um, um, I've been coaching now for 14 years. I'm somewhat experienced and like to think I have some idea about what I'm doing. Yeah, well, you coached two premierships at the, in the sample, as you mentioned, with Norwood, uh, but well, what is it about it, though? Because, I mean, the coaches are these days under so much pressure all the time, and it doesn't look like fun money. At, at all. Right? Of course, <laughs> money, but I mean, yeah, other than yeah. that, <laughs> what's the joy yeah. in it? Yeah, well, they're, they're some of the challenges, aren't they? So, um, you know, it, it's Sometimes you work in, in the AFL long enough, and you look at some of the senior coaches come out the other side. You yeah. know, but that's sort of always even better off uh, for the experience. Uh, but naturally, you always think you can do it differently, or that's or that's certainly how people go into it uh, thinking. So, look, you understand uh, the the difficulty of the challenge of coaching any AFL team um, throughout the competition and, and the scrutiny that it puts you under and and, and your decision making. So, I think the, the level of experience that's required has been rising over an extended period of time so that senior coaches are now getting those jobs a little bit later uh, which they probably need given uh, the amount of scrutiny and and, uh, the importance placed on nearly every decision you make and we talk about supporters and Port Adelaide are, are famous for them, how long did it take you given you you played 200 plus games for Adelaide, how long do you think it did it take you to win them over? Or you still haven't yet? Uh, oh, no, I've got to win some flags before I'm winning them over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, look, I'm, oh, look I, I, I think the, you know, the, the, the people at the footy club, what, what I love about Port Adelaide is uh, I'm working at a club that's entered the AFL as a club and it's the only interstate club that's done that. Uh, it's uh, and, and it's won it through... Success, not through being a you know financially successful. It's one of through winning lots of games and winning premierships. So you know you're working at a club that has a has an oval where football's mm. been getting played for well over a hundred years, and and you feel the the tradition when you walk in. And, and uh, you know I, I enjoy um, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the being part of uh, a club which is part of a community, and it's, it's a really important part of the community. 
Certainly is. Uh, now, we're talking to Nathan Bassett. Uh, now, you, you started your career as a rookie-listed uh, player at the Ds. Didn't quite get a game there, mate, but uh, you traded to Adelaide in 98. Um, uh, Malcolm Blight was still the coach there. Do you have a Malcolm Blight story or uh, do you have a Malcolm Blight um, philosophy that you run by or uh, anything to do with him? Uh, Michael, Mac and, there's lots of stories about Mac and Blight. Um, <laughs> what was it like stories, meeting him for the first time? Coaching there. Uh, no, well, Malcolm was a great storyteller, first and foremost. So mm. uh, he, he really uh, could hold your attention and 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 grab it. I, I think he was uh, the scariest when he was, wasn't was raising his voice. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he, 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 he had great presence. Um, you know, he... he <laughs> He did some unusual things uh, <laughs> as a coach, but you know he, he picked me for my first AFL game and kept picking me, so I can't really um, complain too much. You know, and I, I, I was lucky enough to come into the um, premiership team post '97 and, and play half the games in '98 and miss the other half with injury and end up missing out on the flag. But um, it was a it was a good experience to to have him at the start of my career. And a fair time to be playing at Adelaide with the likes of McLeod and 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 those guys, Goodwin and Rashido and that running around at uh, Jarman. Jarman. Yeah, nice time to be playing at Adelaide. Yeah, I, I remember the injury in my shoulder about halfway through the year and, and coming back and my, the game that I was coming back in, it was Tony Modra's first game mm. for 11 months since he'd done his knee in the 97 preliminary final and the amount of attention and, and interest around uh, playing uh, when Tony was getting near the footy uh, was it was pretty intense. So uh, he was, it was it was a great experience too to to have played on him at training, and then eventually when he went to Fremantle, playing him a couple of times when he was over there. So look, it was a it was it was an exciting era for for South Australian sport for those um, couple of years, and it was it was good in a way to be a part of the back end of it. Actually, we've spoken about this on a. On the show a couple of times, we we missed the the big hundred goal kicking full forwards. Now we're, I think we took them for granted because Nathan made um, sure they didn't kick. Yeah, them. no, I think as much as yeah, you want to be a good defender and stop that. I think we miss it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean it's it's very much team defence. So the the amount of one on one contest that that I saw when I played certainly the first half of my career compared to the second half of my career compared to now. Uh, they reduce all the time, so the, the the forwards don't get those same looks that they once did because you know there's more people getting in the way, and uh, you know, that's how. Like in, when you're coaching defence, that's how you should be trying to coach. So that you make it really difficult for forwards to lead up into space. I mean, the, and forward, probably some of the rules changed too, where forwards couldn't quite protect their space. Well, they could in the '90s. I mean, there was a reason why. No one sat in front of Tony Lockett, um, but now uh, you know Tony Lockett wouldn't play too many games yeah. uh, a season if he uh, ran three people like he did back then. But you know, certainly even play. I mean, I think I played on Tony Lockett in the game in '99, and even just going near him, I was you know you're somewhat intimidated because you you just weren't sure. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Uh, nice. Um, we'll have to leave it there, mate. Um, it's been great to chat. Uh, enjoy tonight. Uh, you got your season launch, so no doubt uh, you'll be spruced up and ready to talk to all the supporters. So good luck with that and uh, good luck with the year, mate. No problem. Good luck, mate. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Nathan. There we go. Nathan Bassett.